Aspire to dream. Aspire to achieve. Aspire to lead. Aspire to forge your own path. I'm Josh Booth. On behalf of the Aspire team, I want to welcome you to Chapter 9 of Aspire, the Life of an American Entrepreneur. In this chapter, Ed Crawford reaches back 30 years, rolls up his sleeves, and digs into the story of Ohio Crankshaft, the major Park Ohio subsidiary embroiled in the longest strike in UAW history. There was 10 years of bad blood between union leaders and the company when Ed Crawford stepped in and seemed to wave a magic wand and settle the strike with a win-win deal in less than a month. A closer look reveals the complex strategy that made it happen. This is Aspire Chapter 9, Strike. I need 90 days to settle that strike. And tell us what happened. We're finally going back to... 1990, this is 1992. Yes, and you started buying shares in Park, Ohio, then got to where you were a 5% owner, had to register that. That set off alarms with the Park, Ohio board. They warned you, don't try to get a seat on the board, which was the first time you even had an idea to get a seat on the board. Thank thank you very much, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, good idea. Okay, and so it continued down that path. One very big key to that whole thing was resolving that UAW strike that was choking Park, Ohio. And why they didn't recognize it for so many years is inexplicable to me. But you came in, you knew it was crucial. How did you finally resolve that strike? I called and I said I wanted to meet with the union leadership. And these are people that 89 people had left there. And they represent those 89 people. They were unemployed. This went on for a long time. And and in talking to them, they showed some interest. Of course, they wanted it settled. But they said, we have to get the leadership involved. So they brought in a top person, you know, from the UAW. National. National. Mm -hmm. Surf spot for them, too. Why can't you get this resolved? Mm -hmm. We sat down and it got off to a kind of a rough start, as these things do. Why? Because they didn't understand what I was trying to do, and I didn't understand what they wanted to do. But after a little barking and so forth, we both understood. He understood, and I understood. We both wanted it settled. He wanted to bring back all the people that went out. I had already gotten some new contracts, so I had a lot of more business to put in there because I thought I would solve the problem, so I was already out going back to the customers they already lost to get more business. So I was able to offer that, that we'll take everyone back. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he said, well, then all the replacement workers have to leave. I said, I, I, I can't need, I need them. Go, you go, go organize them. I don't care. You know, if they want you, that's fine with me. We did that in one week. You settled the whole deal. The whole deal. In fact, I joined him and they all had their jackets and I walked with them. We walked right down together, right there. He had the media there. He didn't want me to talk to media, which was okay with me. And he was, at this point, was over. In a week. And yes. this is longest strike in UAW history. I think it is. It was nice because I understood where he was. He had to get something out of this thing. His people wanted it done. They pushed him to say, look, I don't know where this guy came from. He's not wasting words here. We're going to have to take a chance. Let's go with this guy. If he's going to take over Park, Ohio, I don't know why he'd do that. But if he's going to take over Park, Ohio, he's got a good reputation. He sure as hell has high energy. Let's do it. It seems to me, I could be wrong here. So it seems to me the move on the chessboard there was in anticipation of your 
confidence that you could settle that strike, you went out and secured a lot of new business for that company, which the company wasn't working. You still went out and made tentative deals, I'm going to guess, with a number of companies, and that gave you the latitude in the negotiations with the union when they said every one of our uh, workers has to come back and get their job back. I'm sure in previous negotiations, whoever was on your side of the table said, well, we can't do that. We don't have any work anymore because of this strike. It's crazy. You were able to say, okay, yeah, I'll bring them back. They said, hey, and get rid of the workers you brought in. Get rid of the scabs. You said, no, no, no. They've been here for 10 years now. I'm not going to get rid of them, but we've got so much work. We've got room for everybody. Don't worry about it. And I think one of the best things you said was, go organize them. Go ahead. I don't care. If you can do it, you can do yeah. it. There they are. So you started that negotiation with all aces in your hand. I was looking at him, what it would take to get him to do this and get the support of the people. It's a big responsibility for him. This is a big eyesore. He's got a lot of bosses. I said, what does he need to get this done? I wanted the company going forward, and I wanted Park, Ohio. What they were asking for, what they settled for was not unreasonable, and I, and he just wanted to know it was over. Everyone looked at each other and said, okay. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. What are we waiting for? Yeah. So uh, the the press guy came up to me. The, the press was there now because this was ending a big strike. I, it was national media yeah, who was sure. there, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. Somebody, the newspaper guy comes up, who I'm not supposed to talk to. Mm-hmm. And he comes up to me and he says, well, what, what, do you th- what do you think about? And he mentioned the leader. He came over and he said, what do you think about it? You know, let's, I'll just use the name Joe. You know, okay. I, said, I said, Joe is a fantastic international leader of the United Auto Workers. This is the type of people we need in labor. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was over. And the, the people at Park, Ohio, they still, they, they, it took them a month, two months to recover. To believe it. The fact that it was over. Right. And the fact right. is, the deal I made with him, it was so impossible that it was going to happen. I said, I don't want any money. I want stock. Because mm-hmm. I had 5%. And this is an important part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I had 5% at that point. That's how I started all the trouble. Right. They would consider trouble. I said, look, at, this is a great company, but I want stock. I'll give you a business plan for three years in a row. You meet these numbers, I get so much stock. I see these numbers, I get more stock. They thought I was going to end up with 15% of the 20, 18% of the company when I was finished at 38%. Wow. And so from the wait, beginning, wait, wait, wait. go ahead. We have 38% of this company still today. We have never sold our stock to grow this company. Mm-hmm. We've grown it by cash flow with people and everything else. Hey, not to promote uh, the stock or anything. What's the stock at today? I don't even look at it anymore. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I, leave, I leave that to Matthew. You know, they, uh-huh. it's a good company. It's it's struggling right now with basically with the auto industry. You know, with the chip supply business. line. Yeah, and the supply line. It's uh, we have a long term perspective of a thing, and it's really a wonderful company, mm-hmm. and it's a good place for people to be. And I'm I'm not worried about it. That reminds me. What do you think of the big chip plant coming to Ohio? I think it's great. I mean, anything that's coming to Ohio to create jobs is good. Let's put it this way. We got it. They went to a lot of other places and put that stuff. Ireland got was a real benefactor of that. Uh-huh. Of course, the tax, the situation, and so forth. But, you know, when you talk about jobs, we're in a different league. 
we're not in the league of creating new jobs. We're in a league of uh, retaining jobs. We're not creating new jobs. It's not new technology. We're doing the old technology and everything else. And doing it better. Doing it better and more efficient. When people get all excited, guys, we're going to create jobs. We're going to create jobs. They're brand new jobs. They're special jobs. But they're not any special than somebody saving a company. It's going to go out of business. And there's 60 people there, and they're not going to be there the next day. A lot of the companies we buy are on the fringe of going under, like Park Ohio. Park Ohio would not exist today if I hadn't stepped in. It would have been out of business. They would have been gone years ago. Yeah. So that's where we that's where we play, you know. And it's a very tough league to play in recovery and so forth. But it, you know, it brings together a lot of the right people. All the players we have, they all understand it. You you, you got to shoot the ball. You got to be able to make the basket. You know, you got to play hard. You got to play man to man. I mean, but it's a team. And we want the music, and we like the music, and we get the music playing right. And if the music goes off key for a while, we're, we're all back at getting it, because that's the goal. If the music is right, it's right for everyone. If the music isn't right, it's right for someone, not for others. I don't like that. I like the music all. Got to be in harmony. Yeah. Hey, uh, let me just uh, lighten up as we close down for the day. How do you like the Cavs this year? Come on, Cavs! Gotta make it happen, come on, Cavs. Gotta make it happen. We got the music. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they got they the do. music. And what's amazing, up to this point, and I don't want to. I don't want to be banging on the media. The question is, if you noticed, they've stayed away from making one of the players the, the greatest. Yes. They've left that alone. They have either. Hopefully, they thought that out because it's all about. Sure, they couple more a little bit better than that. But this is about a team, and they're such a team. Yeah, and that is and you that can is see so how ex- much they like each other yeah, and so. how much they enjoy playing together. Exciting, very yeah, exciting. I, I like I like the music. Yeah. And, and hey, I'm gonna tell you something. That music is gonna play a long time. They're getting better every game. That's right. Come on, cats! Gotta make it happen. Come on, cats! With the strike over and Park, Ohio under the control of the Crawford family, the path opens to a long run of good management and select acquisitions that takes Park, Ohio from $60 million to $2 billion in annual revenue in less than 20 years. All in Aspire, Chapter 10, The Making of Ed Crawford. I'm Josh Booth. Thanks for listening. <laughs>